This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, good morning, good afternoon. So we're holding here in Tehrikas Zion. Um, so the, he's, he's, he's speaking over here about um, Raya's, the terrorism in Hashemayim. And he starts off kind of very poetically interesting. People that are, um, they, or they go with their own seichel. Um, they would like to try to understand the metzies of the world that say there. Actually, Damu Shondal Emes, and they think So the thing that philosophers deny more than anything else is terminus that which is in most direct opposition to um, the philosopher's approach is the music of Terminus Shemayim. Terminus Shemayim means as follows, that the world as the, the understanding of good and bad is a question of thinking long and hard enough. And therefore, um, if a person thinks long and hard enough, he'll come up with a moral system. So even if a Kodesh Prabhu happened to give Terminus Shemayim, it does not really... Um, it, it doesn't really um, have to be that way. It's sort of, uh, it's just like the marshal. Imagine um, I'm a scientist and I know things around me because I read it in science books. That's a mikra. I could have I experimented myself and come up with it myself. It's the same MS, it's the same idea. It, it just, I took a shortcut. Terimina Shamayim is not only that Torah is something that happened to be given Hashemayim, and it was made life easier for us that we have a shortcut, we know exactly what's right and what's wrong, and that's it. Torah Hashemayim is Be'etzim, and a human mind could not have come up with it, or it's something that has to be in Hashemayim. So he says, Ki <laughs> So he says there must be termination. If let's say people, so let's start with the philosopher, the, the, the person who thinks into the Bria, they have to come up with the concept of a Sibarishina, that everything has a primal cause. Um, they would come up with clear proofs of there being a primary um, cause. From the fact that everything around works and works well, um, there must be a cause to it. So whatever we can discern is certainly um, it is certainly something that is the um, Chachma. 
ודוב הזה אפשר שיהיה במקרא, כי המקרא לא יסמיד ואינו יהרבה. So here he says, the, um, there's a cloud that we use in, in rule, in, in evaluating things. Whenever we see something that is happening and we want to ask ourselves, is it a mikra or is it be'etzim? Is, 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 so how many times it happens and how long it lasts are the primary tests for whether something is, is a fundamental existence or it just happens to be mikra. It's almost by definition, the word mikra, the opposite of mikra is masmid. And that's, that, that's the, the, the difference. So being that we see everything, so Adkan is something that a lot of people will be on board. The idea that that's be created or some primary force and so on has many more adherents than than Tamishmaim. So assuming that this is a given for these people, or some they agree upon, now he says Matanishla Hem. So you're all on, on board that the world itself is structured, organized, consistent, constant, and that's something that defies the concept of Mikra. Let's say the world had as a norm all of these ideas. Would you consider the world That's a world that's a chaotic world. It's a world that's not going to have a key in the sun. So Mal says a very fascinating argument, and it goes like this. I'll, I'll spell it out outside. The world is a world that physically is Kyle, and we see that. So obviously there's a Bura Olam who created a world that exists in order to exist. And that's how it's physically set up. If we have human society, and if human society um, is to exist and not destroy itself or the world, there have to be restrictions and, and, and obligations. If those were left up to people's goodwill and, and understanding, there would also be haphazard. In other words, some people think this way, some people just don't think. Some people think the other way. Some people have this sheet, that sheet, the other sheet. There would not be anything um, in parallel to the laws of nature in terms of the laws of society. And that would mean that the world itself is waiting to be hard. So in order for, to have a key of the world the way we have it, or, or to have a key of the world, 
there must be governance of human society in a way that is consistent, absolute, and has something of the same regularity as the um, laws of nature. Human mind can't be that. It doesn't always think, it doesn't come up with everything, it disagrees, it distorts, it's not something like that. He said, the laws of conduct, the basic laws of conduct, have to have been placed in the Bria as a standard immediately with, with, with the Bria Solomon, because one has no key without the other. So, so his point is, um, the, the basic mitzvahs of Zionism are there for the key of Rome. The world will disintegrate without it. If Akashbrokha made the world and made it physically viable, then he must have made it socially viable as well. And people have the fear people can destroy the world if they want. But there has to be some mahalach within the Bria itself that sustains it. That these are the Zionists in there. The Kach, Achachom, Yedin, Sid, Oilam, the MS, Sidru, because it's not about the Mashemis, but Mashemis, but Shaloya. So he couldn't be left up to the whims, you know, will he figure out, will not figure out. The reason why he believed that was because he was Baldinian and this is what he projected. I want, I want to add a comment to this. And um, he's giving an argument to Tarim and Shemayim. There, there are two, there are two Mahalchim in these arguments. One is arguments to convince people who are outsiders. Now, um, that if, is that argument effective or not? It really has to do with the person listening. And um, there is no such thing in math, you can prove something absolutely. And you run the numbers through a computer, and anyone who is at least borderline sane has to agree the same numbers. But those things are very absolute, and it's universal, and that's that. Ideas in terms of philosophical principles, moral principles, are not universal in any sense of the word. And they're very much totally are they misyashiv on the lady of Hashemir, like it's a very parallel, that they told him over, you know, that they were placed at the column, but there's nobody who was placed at the column to him. Whatever he heard, he didn't like. 
So, so all of these arguments that people make, um, when you're talking about making an argument for other people, it, so it really depends what's effective, what's ineffective. Hard to believe that today anyone would buy into the argument even close to this. It's, 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 it doesn't talk to anybody. Um, the, um, but the pathos of reason like this meets out the morale is, and I don't know if the morale thought that you convince anybody with the argument. I don't think that's the purpose of this argument. But it's our understanding when we talk about Ikrayamuna, is Torah Minashamayim a new principle? In other words, totally disconnected to Bias Olam. There's a Kashwar who's very Olam, the existence of God, very alarming, and giving Torah, and one could be without the other. Could that could that work? Or no, it's something that is Mukhach, Mitzad, the Kima Bria, Mitzad the Kashwar who wants that the Bia should exist, that 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 you have to fail. So this line of reasoning um, it speaks to somebody to help explain that inherently Kermin is part of the bigger picture of Kachbar who wants an existence of the world. Most primary Russian Kachbar's existence, and, and that's what Kachbar should do. So he says, um, Somebody mixed up not home on the pages. Okay, so let's talk about this line of reason, this point. Um, the Rambam, the Maral, many of them are, um, when they define a Kaddish Baruch they use the following terms. Everything within the how do we what's a core definition of Kadishbarakul? So a term used a lot is called Mukhahamatsis. The Ramam uses it, the um uses it, the describes it, many use it. Mukhahamatsius means that our existence is mikra. We could exist, we could not exist. And therefore, our existence demands a, a question what caused it. So why is such so a person alive? Because of his two parents. And why is it that so-and-so is prospering? Because the rain is coming, because this, because that. For the existence of anybody in the world is described in terms of could be, could be not. Akarish Baruch is defined as the one who is Mukhahamitsius. His existence is an essential feature. It's not something that could be, could not be. So, therefore, the question of what caused it is a non question. We define Akarish Baruch as something that needs no cause to exist. He is existence in itself. And therefore, and, and therefore, it's, it's primary. It's just like a number that's not primary. We ask ourselves, what numbers cause this number? A number that's primary is defined. It, it stands in itself. The number three is caused by normal multiplication. It is. That's all it is. Akarishvok was defined as something that is, that who is the exit. 
Now, um, being that is the Epson, so anything that Kachpoku wants or does has that characteristic. Anything that we want to do has the characteristic of being possibly yes, possibly not. So therefore, he says, we, the world is mechuyah to exist because HaKadosh created it. Not because the world in itself is mechuyah. Because nothing in the world is mechuyah. This chair could have been made, could have not been made. This person could have been born, not been born. But since HaKadosh made the world, the existence of the world is something which is part and parcel of Rebbeinah Shalom's existence. His will and his actions carry the same characteristic as him. And if that depends on Adam, our, our thoughts and understandings and, 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 and evaluations are all given for maybe yes, maybe not. So, so it, it, if there's no inherent, uh, absolute type of, of, um, of, of Indian, then it's a bottle. Let's, um, let's talk a little bit more. I want to talk a little bit more about Rikus on this. Um, it, it's a very important concept to understand. Let's talk about this follows. The laws, we have different ideas that we, that we put down. For instance, that no two things can exist in the same place at the same time. Um, that something, the basic laws of logic, two things that are equal to the same thing are equal to each other. Things of that nature, axioms of that nature. That's one set of statements. Let's take another set of statements. Um, things that um, things that are black look very nice against a background that's white. Um, gray is a very murky, unpleasant color. And a bunch of statements of that nature. And um, things, sounds that are, that, that are not harmonized are, are unpleasant to the ear. So I have a bunch of statements over here. So the first category we call them mukhra because they are facts on the ground that precede man. They're not, they're not born of man's, um, it, it, it's not a construct of man, it's, it's man discovered these laws and he, he finds them in the Bria and they're be'etz in the Bria and the mela, they never bottle and, and they're constant. The second category, the second group that we spoke about, are things that it's a human projection. And I, I, I was, um, I, I saw a book once, not once, it's very, it's very recent. Um, I, somebody put out a book, I forgot the name of it, a science book. Um, it, it's, the, it's about the ugliest creature in the world, ugly creatures in the world, some really ugly ones. Um, fascinating was that mostly the public water fish look kind of really weird. And she makes a point 
that there's no God and it's all evolution, there's no way God could have made such ugly creatures. That's the line of reason she uses. Uh, line of reason, I talk upon him, that's the line of reason she uses. Now, the, the point is, maybe that thing thinks that you're ugly. I don't know, for, 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 for that octopus, for that sort of weird looking octopus, you look weird. I mean, what kind of what kind of analysis is it? Beautiful, not beautiful. When when you analyze, you say an animal is very inefficient. That's that's an absolute thing. It takes it. It takes the animal a thousand calories to hunt down eight hundred calories of food. You say that's highly inefficient, unsustainable. But we don't have beauty. It it's a, it, it starts with being alien. So even if it's universal, all human beings think that gray is a murky color. But, but it's a projection of the human. It's not an absolute value. So when you talk about morality, that's really the question. And in my mind, this is one of the strongest uh, arguments in favor of Rebbein Shalom and Atayra. Nobody thinks, when you ask a person, what is morality? I'm talking morality not, not only arises. I'm talking about from A to Z, stealing, robbing, all, all of the things that we consider good and evil. Are they absolute values or are they um, expressions of what we what we feel are good and not good? My, I'm not the first one, but I hear Aristotle, not, um, Socrates uh, has the one is, are the gods good because they're good or is it good because the gods not like, like it? So if it's this latter, that it's something that we feel is right and wrong, and we strongly feel so, so basically, it, it, as no one can call me evil if I think stealing is good. I think that cheating the government is a good thing. The government wastes so much money and, 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 and does so much bad with it. If I help myself to a few extra dollars, I'm only doing everybody a favor. It's a win-win situation. The government has less money to spend in Marishkeit and have more money to spend in good things. That's what I think. You, you don't think so, okay? You know, you think that Arias are okay. I think still is okay. It's like saying you like blue and gray, and I think it's ugly. Well, fine. So about Karkov, there must be an absolute standard. Where does the absolute standard come from? In other words, it's it's nothing we can discover scientifically in the Bria. So where is that absolute standard? And the word absolute standard. Um, comes with the word muhrach. Things, laws of nature are muhrach. They're not pleasant or, or, or useful. The first definition of a law of nature is whether you like it or not. It's the only way. Light will never, ever, ever travel more quickly than that, period. And positive and negative particles will attract each other and will repel the same one. Nikuda, it does not have um, any rhyme or reason, whatever it is, and it's mukha. If the world of prayer is not mukha, then basically it, it, there is no morality in a sense of, uh, then, it, then, it's, then it's, it's sort of a, um, it, it, it's, it's what I like, what I don't like, it's a, it's a human concept. So some philosophers think that all, Assets in the world should be shared equally. And some feel that whatever you work, that's what you earn, and 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 it's yours, and you can then invest it and so on. Who's right? 
Well, how do you determine who's right? You can say who's more efficient. That you could say you can make you you can make two societies and try to make an experiment, but you can't say one is right and one's wrong. But just like you can't say who's right and wrong in terms of of, of a color scheme in a house. He says. Um, you can't say the first half, if the Bereshulam is Mukha and he created a world to exist and therefore he wants it to exist, you can't say that physically it exists and in terms of social structure, it will not exist. That's Machayev, that the same source for the laws of nature is the laws of, um, of, of appropriate interaction. Because, in other words, the only, the, the same person who makes the laws of nature has to have put into the Bria the laws of behavior of nature in order for the world to sustain. So the, 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 these mitzvahs are to be seen in terms of a, um, in, in terms of a chreach coming from the same mockering that, uh, that, uh, as the Bresolim came as the, um, as the laws of nature. There's an interesting, it's interesting to point out there is in, in, um, in, in the Pesukim, you have the Moshe Lord, so the Targum teaches it less less Rishu. In other words, the word you cannot, really means you may not. Not that you cannot physically, but that you may not. Now, the, the um, so why did the Targum call Lusuchal? So Koska says, because if you're not allowed to, then you cannot. And so let, let's talk a minute or two about this. <laughs> you have a concept that a tzaddik eats pre-ma'asov and a, um, and, uh, and a Russia suffers the result of his mycin. So, on one level, you learn a Kashbrok who sets it up like that, you know, should be meeting negative meat, and so on. On a second level, it means the following. It's be'etzim in the Bria that Ra is Ra. And therefore, anyone that does Ra, it, um, you know, suffers it. What we do have, and I want to make a comparison to something in the physical world. And um, you have what's called the, the seven elementary machines, which are like a lever, a pulley, and stuff like that. Now, at first glance, they seem to defy the laws of, um, of, of nature. With a, I can only lift a rock that weighs X amount, and with the lever, I can lift a lot more. The answer is, what I'm doing is I'm restructuring it. And I'm expending more energy over longer distance and, and getting the same result, etc. In Hilchis Marich Ape, the governor delayed that a Kashbok was not a Mevata, and Nafshahai makes this point, is because the punishment of Ra is not a mechanism that a Kashbok uses to punish us for disobeying his will. 
It's luck into the Matthias. Ra is Ra because it's Ra. However, it doesn't have to be immediately. Um, it, 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 it's something so just like when, when, you, when you, you can restructure the laws of nature as long as you keep that some law. So it's true that something um, needs a certain amount of energy to lift it up. But if I build a ramp, I can, it, it, it can use less energy because the less energy being spent over a long period of time. That's valid. So in terms of, of Einish and, 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 and Sahara Einish, you could have different arrangements, but you cannot have a, or just a, a, a whimsical um, uh, kind of doing away with it. If a person is true, he has to have harat and so on that's equal to the hadnah of, of the faith and so on. So upon this point, this in this point, the morale is that the world of mitzvahs that are nogia to kim haolam are muhrachim because they're muhrach for the kim haolam, and therefore the same Rebbeinu who gave laws of nature that are immutable and, and, and existential, so too do you give mitzvahs like that. And that certainly is Zayim Mitzvah. Okay, we'll hold it there by the Mervis Shani. Any points, any questions? What, what, yeah. what decides what's considered um, like, a, like a biological part of nature and what's considered, let's say, tell you, I mean, I'm sure there are people that are gonna argue that the, that the morals of right and wrong that we, that the, let's say the Graham have, should like, or in Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Nech, they're all part of a biological process. They're all the same way we're born to eat, we're born with an aversion to steal. Like, at what point does it become okay, clear? So let's, let's, let's take an example. Um, Nazis um, had not only no aversion to killing Jews, um, what's his name, uh, Eichmann, in one of the more, um, more infamous statements, you know, if he was caught and tried this and told this, you know, that they killed, that, that the whole town was killed out here, he said, but they were Jews, weren't they? So Nazis felt extremely positive with Mr. Nefesh to kill out Jews. In what way do you call them evil? Um, I don't, and I don't think anyone will disagree that they're evil, and they don't think so. So, so just like somebody whose sense of taste is horrible, I can, I, when I say that he has no aesthetic taste, all I mean is his aesthetic taste does not meet up with the vast majority of human beings, but that's it. I'm not making any evaluation of person, and yet we instinctively, every single person has a sense of good and bad. So, so to, to define the evil, so then they say, you know, the typical statement is that which will cause more good to more people. That's what you think. I, I, don't, I don't care about a lot of people. I care about myself an awful lot and don't care much about other people. So you can tell me that what I'm doing is inefficient, that if I eat a lot, 10 people are going to starve and I'm going to be overweight. So you don't like it. So, so you share your food with other people. I like it. I really don't care much about other people. You can tell me it's more efficient. Okay, I, yes, that statement I can agree with. But, but when you start with the music, the very concept of Tov and Ra is, is the concept that cannot be explained in terms of, if it's explained in terms of anything else, it's not the Tov and Ra we understand. And, and that's- a, I, don't, I don't get it. But even the biggest atheist will not- that there is 
good and bad. A decent human being will say, of course, that's evil. And say, well, what is evil? Because it causes harm, causes pain. I don't know. There, there are many people that hunt facts. You know, cultural people that consume those aristocrats and think hunting facts, facts or whatever it is, is a great sport. They think chasing facts is a great sport. That's the other division of things. Or people banging each other up and bruising each other, that's considered a world sport. It's considered to be wonderful. You know, I don't know why two human beings beating each other up is okay and two dogs beating each other up is terrible. I'm not sure why. I never figured out the, uh, I mean, unless you, unless you say that dogs are worth more than they are, maybe I don't know. So. Yeah. Asha, Asha, you're you're muted. Unmute yourself. You have to press it. You hear me now? Asha, yeah, yeah. Well, well. Now you hear me? Now I hear. Now I hear. Now you're unmuted. So, so it's not in in Vaughan because the Nazis didn't have the same uh, uh, concept of right or wrong as we do. So, so, so it's not universal. So, so, so the answer is, its universality is what Brooke said. It's there. Rashbaruch said that anything that's around is will destroy itself. Kiyadua. So what's, what would happen is just like communism ate itself up, it devours itself. So so it's around in the sense that society will will destroy itself, and and it's around because it goes against the etzim and of Kiyadua and has no survival. Evil societies will implode eventually because it will eat itself up. That's the point of it. So if we were standing in 1942, we wouldn't, the morale proof wouldn't, would be unavailable. <laughs> what? If it, was, if, it was, if it was 1942 now and they were thriving, the, the proof would be unavailable. We'd have to wait to see that it's true. Correct, correct, correct. We have to see, we have to wait, yes. But, but this, is, this is his, uh, look at communism. Communism took 70 years. And it, it, it didn't, it wasn't destroyed. It, it, it dissolved itself. It ate itself up. When there's less than less dying. And I want to tell you, I was, I was in, in, in communist Russia in 87, uh, which is already kind of waning a little bit. I was there for a week. And the, the, the Hargosha I had of the place was, I was very depressed. It, it was the most depressing place because people believed in nothing. Even from people who were my minimum, that, that the lack of trust in anything in the world was what communism had done. There is nothing in the world that is absolute. Everything is selfish and out for itself. And it, 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 it was a, a society that emotionally and in terms of morale was gone. Was gone. It was like nothing is worth anything Nothing's going anywhere. Everything is dying. And, you know, there's no God, there's no afterlife, there's no good, there's no bad. There's some nonsense about the collective will of the people, which, which, which means nothing to anybody. And, and, and everybody was, was ended up just thinking for themselves. So it, it created a, a, a terrible situation of, uh, of, of uh, if you don't have a moon, you don't have life. If there's no rebellion in the world, the world has no existence. Just a question of when the light goes out. Okay, I have to run. Good. I will